Let's bring in Lizanne Saunders, Chief Investment Strategist at the Schwab Center for Financial Research. Uh, Lizanne, good to have you as always. Your most recent report is titled Doom and Gloom, When Will It End? It does kind of seem relentless right now when the stock market keeps making lows, sentiment, souring, and now some of our economic data points missing. Uh, so, uh, Lizanne, what right now should we be looking for to see if any of that uh, doom and gloom sentiment uh, uh, kind of runoff will turn around? Yes, thanks, Oliver. Well, one of the things that I put in my report from Monday is that you can break sentiment into two broad categories, attitudinal measures, you know, survey-based sentiment data, things like American Association of Individual Investors, Investors Intelligence, and then you can look at behavioral measures of sentiment, so fund flows, put call ratio, et cetera. And we, we had seen what could be described as a washout in a lot of those attitudinal measures. Um, AAII percent bulls recently dropped to the lowest in 30 years, but you have not seen it, uh, or at least as of the end of last week, you hadn't seen that same sort of call capitulation across the board on behavioral measures. You've not seen a huge spike in the call. Uh, fund flows, the four-week um, average, certainly went down, but not the kind of swoon. You hadn't seen the big spike in the VIX. You weren't seeing multiple big, weak breath days, either on uh, volume or relative to moving averages. But given what happened yesterday and now um, you know, the pre-open today, we now could be some this more capitulative activity on the behavioral uh, side. It still doesn't mean it's, it's, it's anybody's guess as to where the bottom is. I don't attempt to try to call bottoms, but some of what I, I think was absent as of Monday when I wrote the report seems to be kicking in right now. Mm. So that's the, the, the sentiment side that's uh, turned quite pessimistic. And to your point, the difference between survey sentiment and then hard data, there are still some tough uh, kind of um, comparisons or overlap that, that, that don't fit quite perfectly where we saw uh, the retail sales actually uh, decent, uh, but the sentiment so low. How do we connect how people are responding to surveys versus what they're doing? Is it just like a really high bar for how they feel about risk assets given the last couple of years? Um, is it just that they've got money flowing around so they can still spend quite a bit but be pessimistic? How does that work? Well, so it, 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 it's the, the, the classic, you know, watch what they do, not necessarily just what they say. And mm. I think if you're, if you're an AAII member and you get the, the phone call for the weekly bullish, bearish, neutral survey and the market looks ugly, the data isn't great in terms of the economy, you're asked the question, are you bullish or are you bearish? There might be that quicker response to say I'm bearish, even if it has not been fully reflected in positioning yet. Uh, and I think to some degree we see that in the economy, too. You, you saw recently another big move down in UMICH consumer sentiment, but then a few days later we get a, a very strong retail sales uh, number. I, I think we are at kind of an important inflection point, both in terms of that what they're doing, what they're saying on the economic front as well as on the market front. And at least near term, I think what's more likely to happen is that in the case of the economy, the economic data, especially on the consumer side, and this is part and parcel with what we heard out of Target, what we recently heard out of Amazon and Walmart, 
I think the compression, the, the, the convergence will be the data catching down to the weaker sentiment. And I think in the case of the market, we're seeing the positioning, the behavioral uh, side of sentiment catch down to what has been a more dour attitudinal set of measures of uh, sentiment. That's not mm-hmm. necessarily going to last for a, a lengthy period of time, but I think that's where the uh, convergence, that's how the convergence is likely to happen. So even though our retail sales number came in a little bit better than expected on Tuesday, we now have our second really weak regional manufacturing report, uh, Empire State on Monday, and now the Philly Fed today. Uh, two pretty big misses where the New York number went negative and Philly Fed is barely positive when it was expected to be double digits. Lizanne, you've told us that we should have recession on our watch list and kind of checking off the boxes. How many boxes are checked at this point when we do start missing some of these data? So you're checking quite a few of them. Uh, <laughs> there are thresholds that haven't been met on many of the labor market indicators. But whether it's the not just the decline of confidence or consumer sentiment, whatever metric you look at, but just the very widespread between what consumers are saying about their present situation versus what they're saying about the metrics that the NVER looks at to gauge whether we're in a recession and in turn when it started are the four um, components of the Clinton Economic Index. That's so far, industrial production, that is strong reading. Real personal income, that you can check that box as anti-recession. That's sort of in the recession camp. And then retail and business sales. That's the one that I think is, is on the cusp of a uh, point here. So in the case of the four key metrics that the NBR looks at, we're probably at now a point where you're sort of two and two. It's saying yes to, you know, I think the needle points a bit more towards recession than soft landing, not just because of what the data said, but the unique uh, nature of aggressively when growth are weak. Mm. And also, I'm not sure that moves the needle more towards soft landing. Now, that softish landing that uh, Powell mentioned, it seems like when he puts the ish on there, he's aware that maybe there is a heightened risk uh, uh, too. Uh, Lizanne, just to kind of a final point here, when investors are accustomed to having the Fed put, to seeing bad data and thinking that might slow the Fed down. What is your view on that response right now by the central bank when inflation's as high as it is? I imagine it's going to take more than a couple regional prints, maybe a full checking of all those boxes for them to slow down. Can they slow down right now? I don't think they slow down until they see a retreat in inflation data. Um, I certainly don't think they slowed down because of weakness in the equity market. They've been pretty clear that unless equity market weakness, significant financial system stability, the reality is weakness in equity market volatility is a contributor to tighter financial conditions, which is the goal here. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's about economic data weakening or the stock market weakening. I think they want to see traction on inflation coming down. And only at that point would they uh, consider taking a pause. Okay. Elizanne, thanks for the analysis. Glad we could get you here this morning.
My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Lizanne Saunders is Chief Investment Strategist at the Schwab Center for Financial Research.